I'm Lisa Popchak, and you're listening to Momfidence, for moms at every age and every stage. Being a mom is wondrous and delightful, but also at times exhausting and overwhelming and confusing and frustrating. Momfidence is a place for moms to come for encouragement, comfort, some new tools, and the confidence boost you need to be the mom you want to be. Welcome, moms. I'm Lisa Popchak. It's good to talk to you today. Do you ever feel like you're losing yourself? Whether it's a busy day, a chaotic season, a shift in your experience of being a mom, we can often feel that sense of Forgetting who we are and just thinking, I'm a mom, I'm a daughter, I'm a wife, I'm a sister, I'm a fill in the blank if we have a job outside the home. I'm anything but who I am. I'm forgetting who I am. I think we all go through that, especially as women, especially as moms. We don't get enough sleep. We're busy serving everyone else. We have hormonal shifts that make us feel like anything but our best selves. So what do we do? What do we do in those situations? Too often, social media or the world at large will tell us, get a break, get away, you know, take a beach vacation. But we're moms. How often is that realistic? For some of us, in certain circumstances, that is an occasional realistic thing. But you know what? I don't know many moms for whom it is. Especially if you have littler children. You can feel like you're sucked into everyone else's life. And you forget who you are. And it can make you feel tired and drained and a little grumpy, and anything but the woman and the mom that you would really like to be in that moment. Now, sometimes that only lasts a few minutes, and sometimes that lasts for a season. Sometimes it's been going on too long. So what do we do? Well, if it's going on for a very long time, if it's really an issue, then absolutely positively get some good counseling help. Somebody who is really trained to be able to help you to unpack that and to come up with a real plan on how to dig out of that hole, apply new skills, and be able to rebalance yourself in your life. But if it's a shorter term thing, if it's been happening for a season or a day, or for the two hours your children have been you know, bickering and making a mess of your house, whatever that is, if it's an occasional thing, what do you do? Well, one of the things that I've discovered in my time as being a mom and working with other moms is that it is really helpful to first try to remember what makes us feel good. And again, 
if what makes us feel good springs to mind and it's something that's unattainable at the moment, a, a long beach vacation, a um, shopping, a million dollar shopping spree, whatever those things are that are kind of out of a movie or something, that's not what we're talking about. I'm talking about what are those things that are the small touchstones in your life that when you experience them, when you do them, they give you that sense of, oh, there I am. I enjoy doing that. I feel more of myself when I do that. Now, many of you are hearing this and saying, but Lisa, those are the things that I can't do because I'm very busy being a mom. I would encourage you, and I know this has worked for me, and I know this has worked for many of my friends and many of the moms that I've worked with. Think about your style, not your fashion style, your style of being. What gives you energy? What tells you who you are? What are those touchstones? So are you a very physical, outgoing mom? Are you that woman who loves to go for a run or loves to get out and do something that's, for lack of a better term, kind of gross motor, large motor? That's your, your thing. Or are you a mom, which is more my style, sort of a what I call a small motor mom? I feel most myself when I'm doing things that are usually small motor activities or quieter activities. I love painting. I love time to read a really good book. I enjoy baking to a point, not, you know, great British baking show baking, but making cookies, that kind of thing. Things that are quieter, a little slower moving. Those are the things that are almost meditative for me. They, they make me feel more like myself. And there can be other styles. You know, some people just love organizing. Some people just enjoy just being out and about. Just wherever it is, as long as you're surrounded by others and can make some human connection, you're good. We all have a different style as to what makes us feel good. Social media and the messages out there for women often tell us that unless we get away from everyone in the world and go and do those things, then we'll never be ourselves. We'll never get a sense of ourselves again. But what if we took a page from St. John Paul II and looked at touchstones with an eye toward what he called mutual self-donation, which is that idea that we all give to each other to the best of our capability. So if you are talking about another full-grown, healthy human being who you are in relationship with, such as your spouse, the mutual self-donation is one of, I do everything I can to work for your good and our good as a couple, and you're doing everything you can do to work for my good and our good as a couple, and it all works out. 
you know, maybe some days I'm doing a little bit more, other days you're doing a little bit more, but it balances out because we have an eye toward being self-donative in a mutual way. Well, that's difficult to do with children, right? Because there are all different ages, all different capabilities, all different levels of understanding, depending on their ages, depending on their progression and their ability. But that doesn't say they get to just opt out of the idea of mutual self-donation. They have to be discipled in it. They have to be taught what it means, how to do it. And we have to gently require it of them, even when it means them being self-donative to us. So for example, most of us as moms, if we're the kinds of moms who play with our children, even a little bit during the day, as, you know, especially our young children, or we do something with our children, we often have that sense of moms give and give and give and give and give, and they never get. That's sort of an idea in the public domain that does not have to be entirely true. Of course we're going to give a lot. We're the adults. We're the moms. It comes with the job description to give quite, quite a lot. But our children are capable of giving to some extent as well, especially as we raise them in it. So when we are able to define what those touchstones are, what makes us feel more ourselves during the course of a day, we can begin to build that in to our lives with our children in a way that they can come alongside of us. So let me go with the two first examples, the, the example of sort of that more um, forward moving, large motor mom who really gets filled up by big physical activities. And then the other example of the small motor mom like myself who gets filled up with quieter you know, more reflective activities. So I have a, a neighbor who I just think is the greatest thing in the whole wide world. And she's such a great example of this in particular. She's a great example of a lot of things, but in, for this in particular, we've been neighbors for a number of years. And one of the things that I always notice is that she walks past my house on a walk with her children every single day, every day every day. Now we live in a part of the country that has all four seasons. It can be blizzarding. It can be raining. It can be sunny and 102 degrees. It can be just a lovely 74 degree day. She and all of her children, and she has many of them, are out together walking every single day. And I talked to her about it several times over the last few years because I'll see her out, especially if I happen to be out in the yard and she's going by and we'll stop and we'll chat a little bit. Now, her husband works out of the home and she was a full-time mom in the home her whole life. And she couldn't just leave the house and leave all of her children in the house. But for her... Getting outside in nature, moving her body with a brisk walk, 
experiencing the elements, whether it was the snow or the heat or anything in between, that made her feel like herself. And there were definitely some evenings where I would see her out walking alone because her husband happened to be able to be home that evening, cover all the kids and let her out by herself. But she didn't always have that. If her husband had meetings, if the children were fussy at night, if they were all going to bed at different times, she knew she couldn't count on the evening walks. Plus some nights got dark. You know, if you're in the winter season, there's not a lot of daylight once, once her husband got home to be able to take that walk. So she would get her kids in the appropriate attire for the weather. And the ones that needed to be in the strollers would be in the stroller. And the ones who could walk were walking at all different stages. Some were teenagers, some were toddlers, some were infants. And they would walk. And she would walk at least a mile every single day, no matter what the weather was, because that walk every day was one of her big touchstones. Now she had other things that she did throughout the day that she could do alongside of her children or children could do with her, but that was her big touchstone. And not all the kids liked to take a walk, but she did other things with them and she let them know, hey, you know, I drive you here. I do this thing with you. I play that game with you. But this is mom's thing. And because we love each other, We're going to do this every single day together. It's good for your health too. It gets you outside. It gets you moving. It gets you breathing. But I need this. And so we're going to make this something we do every day together. And the kids learned to really love it. They didn't, some of them naturally came to it. They loved it because they had a style similar to hers. Others did not like being out in that weather, but they knew it made mom happier. They knew that It was sort of her non-negotiable and they knew that it was a way they could show her love. And so that is something they did and still do the younger ones that are growing with her every single day. That was her touchstone. For me, I would need time every single day to spend time with my kids in something quiet. So often it was cuddled up on the couch together and I would read to them from a really good quality book. I read them other things throughout the day that may have been more geared to very young age and maybe just rhymed or they just liked it because of the pictures or because it was silly. But I always made sure that I had something that I found was a good quality book that they could enjoy, but that would also give me that chance to cuddle up with them, be quiet and close and read something of quality. Other times it was painting time and I would just spread out a big old sheet or a drop cloth on the floor and put paper out and put paint out and I would get a chance to paint my stuff and they would get a chance to just play with paint and paint their things. And sometimes they tried really hard to do really good things because they saw me painting and other times they were just kind of blobbing paint around depending on their age, their stage, their mood. But we had that time together and it reminded me of who I am as someone who loves to paint. And I had that quiet time and we enjoyed it and we'd listen to nice music and sometimes we'd talk softly and giggle, but we had that time. They knew that we could have fun together, but it was something that mattered to me. And there were lots of other examples of that throughout our day. 
These are just two examples of two people who had different styles in what filled them up. Now, don't get me wrong. I love taking a walk with my kids. But the question is, what made me most filled up? If I didn't have any other time during the day to fill myself up, what would make me most filled up? It wouldn't be the walk. For me, it would be one of those slower activities. For my neighbor, it wouldn't be a slower activity. It would be that big walk. Hopefully, there are other things throughout the day where we could have those touchstones that would fill us up. So what makes you feel, feel filled up? What makes you feel a little bit of yourself? We always think that in order to find ourselves again, to get our energy back, to get a sense of ourselves, that it has to be something big, a night out, a weekend away, a long vacation. Those are not very realistic in the life of a mom. We need to not let our tank run so dry. I mean, think about filling the tank of a car. A good friend of mine, very wise man, once told my kids as they were learning to drive, don't ever let your tank go below half because you never know what's going to happen and you might need gas to get you far or you might get stuck in a traffic jam. But if you never let your tank go below half, A, every time you fill up your tank, it won't cost quite as much at the same time. And B, you're not going to run out of gas in a difficult situation. Well, if we let our tanks run dry because we give and give and give until we can get to the night out, the weekend away, the big vacation, we are going to have those times, just like with a car. Have you ever been in the situation or seen somebody at the side of the road that needs to call a friend or call AAA and somebody has to, or they have to walk and they've got to get a gas tank and they've got to walk back and they've got to fill it all up? then go to the gas station and fill it up to the top, it becomes a hassle. It becomes something really draining and a little scary and difficult. The same as us as moms. If we wait for the big moments to refill our tank, to have those times where we can really feel ourselves, A, they don't come often enough, and B, they don't often do the job because they're so extreme that they can't, they can't do it all in one shot. But if we build times into our day where we have those touchstones, where our kids can come alongside of us and we can do things together that we know make us feel or have a glimpse of who we really are, what makes us feel good, then we're filling that tank little by little and we're never going below half. That doesn't mean we can't take those bigger times. That doesn't mean that we can't do things off by ourselves if we have a really trustworthy adult with our children. Absolutely we can. But in the day-to-day, -day, everyday life, it's about mutual self-donation so that we can have those touchstones. So yes, sometimes we'll just be playing the games that our children want to play. We're doing the activities that our children need in that moment or sitting and nursing them for two hours because that's the stage that they're in and we feel like we can't get anything else done. But then there are those moments where we can take that 15 minutes, that half hour, 
that hour doing something with them that's really for us. They're still being loved. They're learning something new. They've got mom around, but we know that it's more about us in that moment and getting what we need to fill up our tank than it is about just giving. It's a win-win. The kids get us, we get happier and more fulfilled, and we're able to keep on going and have a better day and remember who we are. It's really a lovely way to apply mutual self-donation to self-care. We all hear about self-care and it always has to do with running away from the kids. Those times can be great. The long hot bath alone, the evening out with your friends, what the evening out with your spouse, whatever those things are, they can be great. But because they cannot be done all the time, we can feel depleted if they don't happen often enough. Building in moments of self-care that involve your children that you can enjoy and they can give to you and come alongside of you can really save you from being too drained. Think about it. What makes you feel like you? What helps you feel good? Those are moments that you can build connection with your children and connection with your best self. How can you do it today? What makes you feel great? Put your creative thought to that and maybe share in our Catholic home community what you do to feel connected to yourself and your children at the same time. God bless you and your family. Thanks for joining me today for this Monfidence Moment. If you want more encouragement, come on over to Monfidence.org for the blog and other confidence-boosting resources.